Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This morning, Booster Blitz regulators sign off on a third COVID shot for every Aussie. Further freedoms for New South Wales. High-level talks today as a fresh outbreak puts Sydney on alert. Tennis tussle, the fight over tennis stars entering Victoria for the Australian Open. And no-fly zones, international travel back within days, but some state borders remain firmly in place. This is 7 News. Jodie Spears. Good morning. Australia's vaccine rollout is about to get a major upgrade with booster shots officially getting the green light from the medical regulator. Let's go live now to political reporter Taylor Aiken in Canberra. Good morning, Taylor. When will they be made available? From early next month, Jody. good morning. With that decision pending advice from the government's vaccine expert panel, ATAGI, the TGA are provisionally approving Pfizer vaccines for those aged over 18 years old. The medical regulator recommending a gap of at least six months between second and third doses. They've also said any Australian can have the Pfizer booster shot regardless of what vaccine they initially had with those who received the AstraZeneca jab given the all clear to mix and match vaccines. Australia would be one of the first countries in the world to commence a whole of population booster program so we would have one of the highest vaccination rates, one of the most recently vaccinated which means that we will be one of the most protected countries in the world. Some doctors have already started delivering these booster shots, however, saying many don't want doses to go to waste. Meanwhile, the TGA has also received an application from Pfizer for approval of their vaccine for 5 to 11-year-olds. Following endorsement from American authorities yesterday, it will now be thoroughly assessed, going through some very strict processes with a decision expected in the next couple of months. Jody. OK, Taylor, thank you. A further winding back of restrictions in New South Wales will be up for discussion during a top-level meeting today. Seven News understands the Economic Recovery Committee will discuss accelerating the roadmap as the state approaches the 90% double-dose target. It comes as health authorities issue a shock isolation alert for a gym in Darlinghurst after 15 people tested positive. Victoria's next Freedom Milestone is almost here, with the state on track to reach the 80% double-dose target this weekend. From 6pm tomorrow, masks will no longer be required outdoors, students of all ages can return to school and travel to the regions will no longer be restricted. Density limits for retail and hospitality will also see a massive increase. 
The Prime Minister and Victorian Premier are at odds about whether unvaccinated tennis players will be allowed into Melbourne for the Australian Open. Scott Morrison says the athletes can enter the country as long as they do two weeks hotel quarantine. But Daniel Andrews has fired back. I'm not going to ask and, and actually require people sitting in the grandstand, people working at the event to be vaccinated while players aren't. The Premier says he won't apply for exemptions for players who are not double jabbed. Queensland may have seen its last lockdown, with health officials suggesting stay-at-home orders are unlikely to return as vaccination levels continue to rise. A lockdown here in Queensland is becoming less and less likely each day, and the more people who get vaccinated, the even less likely it will be. The state isn't yet completely in the clear, though. Regional areas could be subject to further lockdowns if immunisation levels don't increase there. The world is reopening to Australia at the same time some states remain closed off to their own. Quarantine-free travel to Singapore, London and LA will kick off for fully vaccinated Australians from Monday. But in a bizarre scenario, many still can't visit Brisbane or Perth. Residents in New South Wales and Victoria can't visit Queensland or WA without an exemption. Queensland's domestic borders won't reopen until December 17 and WA's border may be closed until Easter. Forensic police in WA have now returned to the site of Cleo Smith's disappearance after searching her family home for a third time yesterday. Police say Cleo's parents are not suspects, but they need to do a thorough investigation. The Australian Federal Police have also joined the search, which is now going into its 13th day. Our thoughts are with the family, and I can assure them that the advanced capabilities of federal law enforcement are being deployed to aid local efforts to find Cleo. A million dollar reward for information has lured bounty hunters to the area where Cleo was last seen. The ex-boyfriend of former New South Wales Premier Gladys Berejiklian will tell his side of the story when he fronts her corruption hearing today. The ICAC inquiry is looking into whether Ms Berejiklian breached public trust by helping Wagga MP Daryl Maguire secure funding for controversial projects in his electorate. Maguire will start giving evidence at 10 o'clock this morning. A severe weather warning is in place across large parts of Victoria this morning, including Melbourne. Strong to gale force winds of up to 120 kilometres an hour are predicted due to a low pressure system sweeping across the state. Showers and thunderstorms could develop this afternoon, triggering an epidemic thunderstorm asthma warning. Those with breathing conditions are urged to stay indoors. New South Wales police have a major clue in the hunt for fugitive alleged drug lord Mustafa Balush. He has been spotted in the back of a black Range Rover making his escape after cutting off his tracking device. Police have now found that car but he is still on the run. Australian-made technology is making waves around the world for its ability to kill COVID droplets as they pass through air conditioners. It's a spray that takes seconds to apply, and experts say it can help offer real protection. After months in the COVID slow lane, life is finally gathering pace again. But the virus hasn't gone away, and the risk of spreading it will increase as we head back to the gym, school and office, anywhere where air conditioning is used. Air conditioning is like the lung of a building, and what 
The building, what you breathe out of the lung is what the people breathe in. COVID droplets can be sucked into air conditioners and recirculated, spreading the virus further. But this Australian innovation may be the solution. A spray-on antimicrobial treatment for aircon filters. It's effective against bacteria, it's effective against fungi and it kills COVID. Under a microscope, the build-up of bacteria and grime over a year on an untreated filter versus one that's been coated in the spray is obvious. Everything that is on the filter potentially ends up in the airstream. The spray is already being used in the United States, in Milwaukee's 370 public buses. Buses are a confined indoor space. So it's important that we do everything we can to reduce the spread of COVID-19. And it's providing the same peace of mind for a growing number of Australian businesses. Before we knew of this solution, we were worried that we wouldn't be able to keep our air safe being an airborne disease. The spray can be used on most air conditioners, including common split systems. And while it doesn't offer full protection against COVID, it is a handy added layer of armour. Every safety measure against COVID is paramount. Rob Scott, 7 News. Australian health experts and Defence Force personnel are on the ground in the capital of Papua New Guinea to help our closest neighbours' COVID response. This is the sixth OSMAT deployment to arrive in Port Moresby, offering clinical and logistical support. It's a country with just 1.2% of its people fully vaccinated. Bread has long been considered a big no-no when it comes to losing weight, but we could be wrong to write off the humble loaf. New research suggests a certain type of bread might actually be a magic bullet for blasting away body fat. Get a loaf of this, the brown bread busting myths and waistlines. Did you know that um, rye bread was actually good for you? No, I didn't. I thought no bread was good for you, really. Wouldn't have thought that it was like carby and would have helped me lost weight. A new study from Sweden reveals carb-loaded rye bread can improve your figure. But why rye? The secret is in the fibre. Two weight loss groups were looked at. One given regular wheat, the other rye-based bread. Calories the same, but the difference in fibre intake stark. 30 grams a day compared to just eight. After 12 weeks, the high-fibre group averaged an extra kilogram of fat loss. Dietary fibre helps to keep us full, it helps to keep our digestion functioning properly, and we know when people have good quality whole grains, they're less likely to eat other high-sugar food throughout the day. Rye can also soak up fat that won't then be absorbed into your body. Bakers at Breadfern have the rye recipe down to a science. So our sourdough is fermented for 18 hours. A bit more rustic, but a bit more character at the same time. Now we know there's finally something good for us in the bakery, maybe we can enjoy something a little sweeter, all with a rye smile. But don't get too carried away. Just watch how much butter goes on top. Bread and butter? Too good to be true. Tom Saker, 7 News. Checking finance now, the Dow Jones is falling, the Nasdaq is rising. In London, the FTSE lost 24 points, Germany's DAX dropped 51. Closer to home, Japan's Nikkei closed down 7 points. Hong Kong's Hang Seng dropped 110 points on the back of a tech stock slump. The All Lords dropped 1 point, while the ASX 200 gained 5. On the commodities market, gold is trading at 1,797 US dollars an ounce. Oil is 83 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar buying just over 75 US cents, 85 and a half Japanese yen, and a dollar five New Zealand. 
Australia is strengthening its ties with Indo-Pacific nations through a $124 million package to help fund climate efforts and counter-terrorism in the region. Scott Morrison made the announcement at a virtual summit with Southeast Asian leaders. Australia will also provide 10 million COVID jabs by the middle of next year to support the pandemic recovery. The US government is once again fighting to have WikiLeaks founder Julian Assange extradited from London. They've asked Britain's High Court to overturn a judge's decision that Assange should not be sent to the US to face espionage charges. Mr Assange appeared at the hearing via video link from prison. That the courts will end this nightmare, that Julian is able to come home soon, and that wise heads prevail. US lawyers have told the court the WikiLeaks founder would be able to serve any prison sentence he receives back home in Australia. Meghan Markle's claim that she was at one stage the most trolled person in the world has been justified by a new report confirming she was the target of a coordinated hate campaign. A data analysis firm in the US found a network of troll accounts on Twitter was behind the attack. The company found 83 accounts set up purely to post negative content about the Duchess of Sussex with an estimated reach of 17 million Twitter users. The Santa Fe County Sheriff has revealed new details about the shooting death of a crew member on the set of Alec Baldwin's new movie. Let's go live to US Bureau Chief Ashley Mullaney. Good morning, Ash. Police have revealed more information about the gun which fired the fatal shot. That's right, Jody. Police have shed new light on this investigation, including uh, the type of gun used in this fatal shooting, a 45 uh, Colt revolver. Police say that bullet uh, was recovered from the director's shoulder, indicating that it likely passed through Helena Hutchins first before hitting the director, Joel Souza. Police uh, say that they recovered some 500 rounds of ammunition from the site, including blanks, dummies and live rounds. We know there was one live round as far as we're concerned on set. We're going to determine whether we suspect that there were other live rounds, but that's up to the testing. But right now, we're going to determine how those got there, why they were there, because they shouldn't have been there. Now, that lead bullet that was recovered has been sent to the FBI for further analysis. The sheriff was very frank today when he spoke. He said it was clear that there was complacency on the set of Rust when this incident happened, and they say that they have not ruled out laying charges against members of the cast, including Alec Baldwin. Jody. OK, Ash Mullaney in the US, thank you. Fire crews have battled a huge blaze in the US state of New Jersey. The fire broke out in a large car warehouse and quickly spread. The flames were fuelled by large quantities of gasoline being stored inside the building. The heat was so intense the building's roof collapsed. Thankfully no one was injured and an investigation is now underway. Heavy rainfall continues to wreak havoc in parts of Sicily. Italy's most severe weather warning was issued after more than half a metre of rainfall was recorded in the region. At least two people are dead, with several others reported missing. Weather forecasters say the torrent is the result of a rare Mediterranean hurricane known as a Medicane. 
In sport, the Australian men's cricket team is rallying behind their openers, saying David Warner and Aaron Finch aren't facing form issues, just temporary low run counts. Wicketkeeper Matthew Wade believes they'll be ready to fire against Sri Lanka tomorrow morning. Namibia's T20 World Cup winning form continues as they made life difficult for Scotland in their four-wicket win, while Jason Roy's rapid half-century inspired England's eight-wicket win over Bangladesh. Mitchell Pearce is a step closer to a Super League switch after the Newcastle Knights confirmed the star halfback had lodged a formal request for an immediate release from the last 12 months of his contract. The club says they're considering it. Pearce has been linked to French club Catalan's Dragons. A young Adelaide soccer star has become the first professional Australian footballer to come out as gay while still playing. Adelaide United player Josh Cavallo says he was exhausted by leading a double life and no longer felt the need to hide who he is. The 21-year-old believes who he loves should not affect his ability to do what he loves. The link with charities is one of the great elements of racing's Golden Eagle on Saturday at Rose Hill. Every runner donates 10% of prize money to a partner. Media Award trainer Chris Calthorpe's chosen the Ricky Stewart Foundation. She can come out and win or run second or third and throw a heap of money their way. It's a, it's a fantastic result for everyone. Like Ricky, Calthorpe has a child living with autism. After hitting pause for more than three months, the supercars season will roar back to life in Sydney this weekend. After signing a new multi-year deal with Tickford Racing, Cam Waters will be hoping to pick up where he left off in Townsville. Yeah, I think we built a little bit of momentum between Townsville 1 Townsville 2. Obviously got the two race wins there. It was really good to, to bounce back. Yeah, really excited to take it to a different track and... Um, see if we're still strong. Sydney Super Night will be live and free on 7 across Saturday and Sunday. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. There was a very bizarre scene in Surfer's Paradise where a man was spotted buried neck deep in the sand, covered in hot chips. Naturally, the stunt lured dozens of seagulls keen for a snack. A pair of TikTok pranksters say they were experimenting to see if they could gain the trust of the local birds. <laughs> Taking a look at the weather around the country now, mostly sunny in Brisbane, heading for a top of 32 degrees. Mostly sunny also in Sydney, 28 the top. Partly cloudy, 27 in Canberra. Showers increasing, heading for 26 in Melbourne. Showers developing in Hobart, a top of 19 degrees. Showers and a possible storm in Adelaide, 27. Partly cloudy, 19 degrees in Perth. And partly cloudy, heading for 35 in Darwin. And that's 7 Early News for this Thursday, the 28th of October.